Attention all personnel. Incoming podcast. This is MASH Matters. I don't know what to say, Jeff. We don't have anything prepared. I don't know how I'm supposed to open this episode of MASH Matters. I feel your pain. Uh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we uh, we have no idea what we're going to say. We have no guest. No. We no. have no subject to talk about today, per se. No. And we have very few ideas. Right. We have no idea what we're going to do today. And I know what most of our listeners are thinking right now. They're thinking, yeah, and how is this different from any episode you do? <laughs> And, you know, well, they've got a point. Then this won't even be a blip on their radar. <laughs> they won't even notice that we have no idea what we're talking about. We probably shouldn't have said anything at the top here because we could have no. gotten away with this. But. And 72 episodes ago, we probably shouldn't have said anything. We just sort of babble. I mean, if, if they're not really listening... True. We could true. have done this. We could have talked about, you know, what we bought at the market or how the chicken was good. I don't anything. So here's the deal, folks. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different in that we have absolutely nothing prepared in advance. It's not for a lack of content because heaven knows you folks keep sending us lots of emails and Facebook messages and tweets and voicemails, and it is growing and accumulating. At this point, Jeff, I think we might have to put a stick stipulation in our wills that somebody else answer these questions because I don't know that we're going to get to them all in our lifetimes. We'll discuss that. We'll get in touch with our lawyers. But here's here's the thing. Jeff and I have both been kind of busy lately. We've just had a lot of stuff going on. And there's a lot of work that goes into this podcast, both in pre-production and post-production. And I haven't had a lot of time uh, as of late, Jeff, to do a lot of pre-production because of some other things that I committed to. And and because of that, I wasn't able to go in and, and look through all the questions and take the new emails and get the new voicemails and all that so that we could make sure that this episode was released on time. So, Jeff, you had a great idea. You said, hey, let's just open up the microphones and let's just talk and see where this mother goes. I don't know where it's going to go. Um, we're going to we can talk about mash. We can talk about life. I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Uh, so this is this is very new. You know, I think this is a perfect opportunity for my Jolson medley. Don't you? <laughs> I mean, isn't this the right time? And, and just like that, we're out of time, folks. Thanks for oh, listening no. to Mash Matters. <laughs> Always happens. Always happens. We always run out of time when it comes to the Joel's. Rock a buyer, baby, <laughs> with a Dixie melody. All right, all right. I'm okay, sure. okay, okay. All so, right. uh, Jeff, how are you? Hey, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bad. You know, my hip hurts. I went to the doctor. Yeah. I thought I was going to have to have a, a hip replacement. So I go to the doctor and he said, nah, you don't have to do that. Just, uh, you know, don't walk too much and lay down and go have some physical therapy and, you know, get the muscles a bit limbered up and you're going to be fine. Yeah. So that was exciting because I thought for the minute, you know, because a lot of people get these hip replacements. Our beloved Jamie Farr mm-hmm. uh, had a hip replacement and is at this very moment recovering from it. Mm-hmm. We all wish him well. And apparently it's going very well. Good. But I didn't particularly want to follow him into surgery <laughs> and have one. So I got lucky. And then I sprayed my thumb. Oh. I've got to tell you, this is fascinating so far. I sprained my thumb. <laughs> and Wait, I, not, I just heard oh, three more yeah. people stop listening. Okay, oh, keep going. Okay, okay. All right. So I go to the same doctor that I went to about my hip. Uh-huh. I said, Doc, you know, it hurts when I do that. And he's, well, don't do that. 
Oh, oh boy. Was that five more people stopped listening? <laughs> yeah, there they go. One day, out of the blue, it just swelled up hmm. and hurt like a son of a gun. And nothing bit me and I didn't hit it against anything. So I thought, uh-oh, I got a bone spur. Some terrible bone thing is happening. Went to the same hip guy. He said, no, nah, it uh, looks like it tore a ligament. Hmm. I said, well, how did I do? He said, I don't know how you did it, but you did it. And the ligament heals. Uh, he said they heal in four days, two weeks, or six weeks. <laughs> ligaments are Wait, smart. Wait, do you get to way. choose? <laughs> yeah, I- <laughs> No, the ligament does what the ligament does. It does what it wants to do on its own darn time. So he said, well, you've had it for about a week, right? And I said, yeah. He says, so you missed the four-day healing (laughs) schedule. I said, okay. So he said, but you may may get lucky and get this two-week. So if you another week goes by, if it's healed, you're good. If it doesn't heal in another week, you got another six weeks. Oh. The good news, everybody, everybody relax. Don't worry. Keep your cards and letters. Hang on to them. It's healed, and it no longer hurts. Ah. Whew, boy, I dodged a bullet there, didn't I? Wow. And Ryan, how are you I- doing? <laughs> I don't know. What part of the body is falling apart on you? <laughs> oh, my arm kind of hurts. I've uh, been oh. nursing a bum leg for several months. You uh, have. Yes, you have. A, you have a bum leg. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but I, I've done a lot of theater. One of my hobbies is participating, you know, acting in community theater. And I did something I don't think I've ever done, which is I ended up doing four shows in five months. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of shows. It is a lot of shows. And on show number two uh, was just a little one night charity musical review. But I did a little I'm not a dancer. And so I just kind of moved a certain way. And my leg said, no, I don't like that. And uh, my calf (laughs) muscle decided to take an extended vacation. Mm. I've had what I thought in the past were strained muscles, but I had really no idea until I (laughs) until I had this. It was it was a bad, bad, bad calf strain. Mm. I strained it the first week end of September. And uh, it's still just now really starting to heal. So it, that's that's been a journey. You could have gone to the leg guy and said, hey, <laughs> I could what have. are you doing here? He could have told me a muscle, it's a six months, a two months, a 12 hour healing. Right. Are you an actor? Well, I was acting. Well, then you got another year to go. It's, yeah. I couldn't that. even pull my leg muscle doing something, you know, more rugged something more impressive, like saving a kitten from a tree or something. <laughs> I did it like doing a little dosy do on stage. And that's, you know, there's no way, there is no way to sound manly when you tell people that you stranger calf muscle no, doing a dosy do. I would on not stage. say that to anybody. I'm sorry yeah. you have revealed that here on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that I know that I'm happy about the picture of you doing a dosy do. <laughs> We've known each other a while, but I don't know about that one. That's all right. Nobody's listening at this point anyway. So it doesn't we, matter we have, I think we've effectively run everybody off. Uh, here we are about, you know, 10 minutes into this podcast and all we've talked about are my ailments. It's like it's like going yeah. to my family reunion really is what it's like because that's all my relatives do, <laughs> sit around and compare ailments. Can I come over? That sounds like <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. Bring your hip and your thumb. You'll yeah. be in the running for injury of the year. We give a trophy out every year. It's great. You should come. Oh, Bring a casserole. <laughs> So I suppose we should talk about something MASH-related. We should. Okay. MASH-related. Yes. A great show. I love that show. (laughs) It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. So shifting gears here, and this is... This is weird. Uh, This is breaking news that hasn't even broken yet as of the recording of this podcast. 
I'm pretty sure that we will have been able to break this by the time that this this episode comes out. We're recording this just a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And we received news from a friend of the podcast, Mark O'Neill. And Mark O'Neill, uh, along with Ed Solomonson, are the two gentlemen who wrote the book, TV's Mashed, The Ultimate Guidebook, which is a fantastic resource. I use it all the time. Mark reached out to us to let us know some sad news. Richard Lee Sung passed away. Mm. He actually passed away August 16th of this year. And we are just now hearing about this. Um, we have been in communication with not only Mark, but also Mark put us in touch with Richard's son, Russell, who did confirm that uh, Richard had passed away. At this point, we are waiting on a statement. We're, we want to be able to release a statement from the family through uh, the Match Matter social media. So again, this is strange because we're, we're breaking news here on this podcast that we actually haven't even broken yet. Yeah. For those of you who may not recognize the name, Richard Lee Sung. He was affectionately also known as Curly. He appeared in 11 episodes of MASH and uh, was one of the most beloved guest stars on the series. And we can we can talk more about him maybe in our next episode when we have some more information. For those of you who do know who Richard Lee Sung is, it's just so sad to hear that he passed away. Uh, 91, I believe, is how old he was. Jeff, what memories do you have of Richard? I remember his... Uh his humor, his smile, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, his passion for doing the part. And he was always a joy to have on the set. Uh, he was always a joy to be around. And he was, uh, he was very engaging and very charismatic. Uh, he certainly wasn't Brad Pitt, <laughs> but he, in his own way, he, he was. And he had a, a, he had a very engaging personality and a, and a very charismatic persona. So he was a joy to be around. He was. He was a very, very fine guy. And he did a lot of wonderful work on MASH. And so he's a, he will be missed. But by gosh, 91, he had a very terrific life and yeah. did some really good work. He was the self-proclaimed sex symbol of Chinatown. I yeah, see. Yeah. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. What's staggering yeah. to me is that as of right now, as of the recording of this podcast, the news has not come out. Like the news has not been reported by Variety or Hollywood Reporter or MeTV or anybody who, you know, is, is typically releasing these kinds of stories. So the news just hasn't been out there. So it, it took us by surprise to find out that he had actually passed away back in August. And I, and I hope we're speaking accurately. Yes. You know, God forbid we should be saying he passed away and he really didn't, uh, <laughs> which right. would be very uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We would probably, uh, we'd probably hear from a lawyer uh, at that point. Yeah, we would. And then we can ask about our wills at that point too. <laughs> yeah. Our thoughts and, and, and love going out to the family of Richard Lee Sung. A tremendous loss for the MASH family. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. So now how do we transition out of that, Jeff? Into okay, just Okay, let's go to the wacky kooky stuff. All right. <laughs> let's see. All right, let's do it. All righty. Well, I have okay. I would like to comment on our last episode, which was really enjoyable. It was the episode that played the recording of when you and I met and you were doing your radio show. Yes. And I was uh, hawking the book. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. it was a lot of fun to listen to because I, I really enjoyed what we all did. I enjoyed all of the guys there and all three of you were all fun and it was the best uh, radio interview I'd had and I did a lot of them during that time so it was really really enjoyable and you made a comment about uh, geeking out (laughs) yes and uh, I thought about geeking out and I wondered how if I'd ever geeked out 
on anybody. Oh. And I I guess I did. Okay. One of my favorite things, and I think I've said this a number of times, uh, you know, one of my favorite performers is Jerry Lewis. As a young fellow, I watched pretty much everything he did. I didn't like all of it, but I watched it all. And I was very taken with his physical poetry and what he did with his body and his face and how he used it and where he stole all those things from and the, the people from vaudeville that he stole them from. But the way he used it all was really fascinating to me. So I kind of geeked out on Jerry Lewis a little bit. And I thought, well, what did I do? Now, I do remember as a young kid, I did write to him and say, you know, ask for his autograph, which he sent. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was really cool. And later on, when my partner and I were performing as a comedy team, we knew that Jerry Lewis had a boat called the Pussycat, which he loved. And I think he had a couple of different Pussycat boats, but he <laughs> loved this boat called the Pussycat and he would go to San Diego a lot. And so he'd drive the boat up to a dock at this restaurant, which I cannot remember now, but it was in San Diego, really good restaurant. It was Hawaiian place, I think. And he would drive up um, uh, with the boat and dock. And then he would get out with his family or whoever he was with, and they'd go into the restaurant and they'd have lunch. And then he'd get back on the boat and they'd go away. So we thought, oh, wow, what a cool thing. Let's go to the restaurant and see him and hang out and see if we can talk to him or whatever. So we did. And we, we were just guessing. He, he, you know, there was no guarantee he would show up. And we had just had business cards printed up. Of course, every comedy team needs a business card, don't they? <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, do we need business cards? We don't have I any. Don't, we don't have any. We're in okay. big trouble. We'll work on that. So our name was Garrett and Maxwell. So we had business cards that printed up, said Garrett Maxwell, comedy team, and somebody's phone number on it. And so, and we just had them made. I think we just hot off the presses. We had about 500 of them in the back of this car. <laughs> so we ride down to San Diego, took a couple hours to get there. And we, you know, around lunchtime and we pull up into the uh, parking lot of the restaurant and we get out and we thought, well, what are we going to do? I hope we see him. Oh no, no, boy. And lo and behold, the pussycat comes up and we both, both Bill and I were were there and we both kind of chickened out about going up to say hello to him. I had met him, but I was still chicken to go up and say hello because I, I was geeking out. I was geeked out right there in the parking lot. Yeah. And so he pulls up and I kind of geeked out inside and out. And uh, we said, well, what do we do? What do we do? We're geeking out. What do we do? <laughs> so we decided that we'd wait until they all everybody got off the boat and went into the restaurant and then we'd go to the boat and we'd throw a few business cards on the boat his pride <laughs> and joy his 14 million dollar yacht boat that he loved more than anything in the world we two goofballs were going to go in and throw business cards on his boat wow oh boy <laughs> talk about stupid and geeking out so we waited and the entourage got off the boat and they went into the restaurant and we got these cards and we ran down to the boat because it was just sitting there and we threw, we probably threw about 80 of them. <laughs> we, just oh talked, my we just went crazy. <laughs> we were business cards in the back of the boat, in the front of the boat and all Holy over the boat. Cow. We just went nuts. And, and we, we actually stopped. We, we were through and we stopped and we looked at each other and go, Oh my God, what do we do? What could we just do? And so we ran back to our hiding place because we were scared. And <laughs> the entourage finally comes back and 
they look and you can tell they're they're freaking out because they got a bunch of business cards on their boat. <laughs> right. And Jerry's walking around and his arms are waving around and everybody's looking around and acting goofy and crazy. And we couldn't tell what was going on from our vantage point. But finally, the boat pulls away and then we walk down to the end of the pier and almost every one of our business cards had been ripped in half and thrown into the water. <laughs> <laughs> now there were 160 half business cards floating in an ocean in San Diego in front of those restaurants. We felt really dumb. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. that's that's my geek out story. So I did geek out. Wow. I never did that again. I actually wrote to him and apologized. And he didn't speak to me for about a year. <laughs> but I was able to mend the fence a little bit. But yeah. it was interesting. So that's, a, that's my geek out story. Holy Just cow. That's that. something. That's something. Yeah. So, um, MASH. MASH. Great show. Love that show. And the call guy that played the uh, yeah. Igor character. What a actor. <laughs> He's not bad. He's not oh bad. Oh, my yeah. gosh. The comic timing, the wit, the faces. Holy moly, was this guy good. Yeah. You know, we are coming up on 2022, and 2022 will be the 50th anniversary of the show's premiere. Wow. September 17th, to be exact. We haven't really talked about this very much, Jeff, off the air, for lack of a better term. Mm. What are we going to do to celebrate the 50th? I, I don't know what we're going to do. What would listeners want us to do to commemorate the 50th? I don't know that I have any uh, ideas. And I, I again, we are not prepared here. And I am literally just throwing this out. Uh, Jeff did not know that we were going to talk about this. But I want to make sure that we commemorate here on the podcast, that we're able to commemorate it in a, in a special way. I don't know how to do that, though. Okay. I've got it all planned. You all come over to my house. Okay. I will make cream of weenie soup. Perfect. And creamed corn. Nice. And, and ribs. Okay. And that's it. There you go. Everybody come over. Come on. You joke, but. <laughs> yes, I do joke. I do joke. There are a lot of listeners saying, yeah, okay, yes, please. Yeah, all right. I'd like to open it up to the listeners and you let us know if you have any great ideas of how we should commemorate the 50th. We welcome your ideas. You can go to mashmatters.com. You can send us an email, mashmatterspodcast at gmail.com. Just contact us and let us know. And uh, maybe we'll take a couple of those ideas and run with it. It would be fun. Whatever uh, comes up, I, I'm fascinated to see the suggestions. Yeah. You know, it's, I thought back, uh, knowing we were going to do this episode and not have anything to talk about. I wondered <laughs> what we were going to talk about, uh, but only for a second, but I, I was thinking about mash and boy, I spent nine years on the show. It was on 11 and I, I got associated with the last nine years. It, it is never out of my mind. Of course we do this podcast, so I probably think about it more than I would if we weren't doing it. Mm hmm but it's still a, a very warm place that I go to in my head whenever I think about it. Or if I ever, you know, look at the, an episode comes on television and I watch it and I go, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that was cool. So there's always a warm feeling that I have in my heart for it mm -hmm. and all of the situations. And I remember just kind of wandering around one day, I was wandering around stage nine. I think the, sh I think the episode had wrapped and most people were gone. But I remember towards the end of the show, I knew it was going to end. And I thought, I just got to walk around and just take all this in and suck all the stage in that I can so that I never forget it because it was such a, a wonderful experience for me. And so I did. I just wandered around the whole stage. Very few people were there, just guys cleaning up or doing whatever they were doing. 
And I just walked around and I just let it all hit me. Hmm. The air hit me. I had the smells, you know, in different parts of the stage smelled differently. <laughs> some good, some not good. Mm -hmm. But it was, a, it was the atmosphere that I loved. And I wandered around and just sort of said, hey, you know, just take all this in because you're never going to see this again. I'm real glad I did because I still have that in my, in my heart and soul. So I'm really glad I, I did do it. I wish for all of our listeners and all the people who really loved MASH, I wish you'd all had that one opportunity to wander around that set mm. and just experience mm -hmm. it. You know, I know we, we all look at it on television. We all have our relationships with the characters, but there was an environment as well uh, that was so impactful. It was impactful on all of us. And I think it really helped the actors to, to be the characters. Because when you got on that set, you were really in a different country. <laughs> yeah. You were in a different world. It was real in there. So it was a wonderful experience. So I thank Maj for giving it to me. And I'm, I'm glad I still have it in my heart. And if it ever comes back, I will personally take everybody on a tour. Of the set. <laughs> I promise. I, you know, hey, Smithsonian, if you're listening, see, this is why we need you to pull the set out of mothballs and yep. and put it back up because there are a lot of people who would just clamor. We, I would book a flight immediately to Washington, D.C. if I could see that set with my own eyes. That would be so special. Yeah. And I know a lot of people share my feeling on that. So yeah, that was very nice, Jeff. That was very heartfelt. And oh, well. your involvement on the show cannot be discounted. Well, many, many people try. I mean, it's well, been a kind of a game. <laughs> People try for years to discount it. But. Speaking of games. Yes. And I cannot believe, Jeff, that it has taken me 73 episodes to ask you about this. <laughs> Yes. But I'm going to. I'm getting. I'm getting nervous. I'm. I'm. I, I feel like our our friendship is is solid enough now for me to ask you about this particular subject because while most people know you as Private Igor Straminsky from Mash, they may also know you from your guest appearances on shows like Too Close for Comfort and Chips and and you know we've talked about Starsky and Hutch and and your appearance in Kentucky Fried Movie. But what they may not know, Jeff, is that for a brief moment in time, oh gosh, you. We're a game show host. <laughs> now, see, this is what happens when you don't prepare things. I have to ask you, Jeff, about a game show that you hosted called Shoppers Casino. <laughs> okay. It ran from September 7th, 1987 to October 2nd. 1987. <laughs> long run there. <laughs> it was not a long run. And um, I had never heard of this uh, game show, but now I know about it. And now everybody is going to know about it. So Jeff, why don't you tell us the tale of Shoppers Casino? Well, that's episode 73. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> once again, it. we don't know what we're talking about. And that's all there is. See, we're oh, no. never going to do this again, Jeff. The, your, your idea of let's just let's just open up the microphones and just talk. Yeah. You know, we'll just talk. Yeah, you're regretting I, that I'm, now, aren't you? Yeah. No, I'm. I don't think it was my idea. Actually, I think it definitely <laughs> was your idea. Pretty sure of that. Uh, I have email to prove that, Your Honor. Um, well, Shoppers Casino. Yes. Well, you know, hey, it was a game. It was a. It was ahead of its time, and. <laughs> Here's why. Because okay. what they did was they would, uh, the contestants would come on and answer, you know, now I don't remember why I was ahead of its time, mm -hmm. but something about you could, as a viewer, mm -hmm. guess and win stuff uh, uh, 
in real time. And I don't remember how they were doing it, yeah. but on the show, you could guess or the viewer could guess along with the contestant or something and, and get stuff or the, something was going on that was a little different. It was pretty clever. Yeah. You, you could, you actually had a caller on the line, like a viewer was on the line with you along with two contestants there in the studio and they could play along too. And there was also, I think a phone number where people could buy the particular prize that you were giving away on the show. Yes. (laughs) Right. So that's, that's what it was. It was a, it was a commercial for those products. I remember now that's what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. You could win it, but what they really wanted you to do is call it up and buy it. Right. And you could do that. So you, they were selling products, which is, it was a cute little idea to combine a game show with sort of an infomercial and kind of make it work. Uh-huh. And I remember my co-host was a Miss America. I can't remember her name. Do you know? Debbie Moffat. Debbie Moffat. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Wonderful Miss America. Uh, a very attractive woman. And I remember I kind of got in trouble because I asked her if she'd had any of her ribs taken out. Because <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> there were uh, beauty contestants who would remove a rib or two ah. to make their waist different or somehow <laughs> exaggerate something that they <laughs> Was that your opening line when you met her? It may have been because we didn't get, we weren't the best of friends. Uh, But it was exciting. You know, it was really kind of exciting. And my agent at the time was the producer of the show and uh, one of the producers. And we had a falling out later because they actually bought me three really great suits. I loved those suits. So they got these great suits from some fancy uh, suit place in, in Hollywood or Beverly Hills or something. So I had great clothes and I loved these suits and I kept the suits after the show was over and I'm supposed to return them. But I thought, well, why do that? I should just keep these suits. And uh, <laughs> I got into a very big uh, fight with the agent and the producer. <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted me to return the suits, but I did. In fact, you're wearing one of those suits right now. I am right now. I thought yeah. I deserved the suits, and I kept the suits, and <laughs> they finally left me alone. <laughs> Shoppers <laughs> Casino. I am I'm stunned that that showed up. You see, the internet shows up everything. Wow, nothing is secret anymore. Yeah. Holy moly. In fact, the premiere episode is on YouTube. Oh, no. <laughs> Yes. So you can go to mashmatters.com and look at the show notes for this episode and you can watch the premiere episode on YouTube of Shoppers Casino. I have watched it, Jeff, and it is something. The games themselves are so complicated. Oh my God. They were so hard. Ridiculously hard. As the host, yes. I was so confused. I had no idea what I was talking about. I don't know how you did it. I had no idea what I was saying or were talking about or what the contestants were doing or the phone were, or Debbie Moffat. I had no idea what we were doing. None. <laughs> Seriously. I really didn't. They are. It's, they are. The, the, the games themselves, it's almost like if you asked a four-year-old, hey, make up a casino game. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure who the creators were and why they thought that some of these games were going to make for captivating <laughs> television. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> It was, it's something else. So I, I encourage all of our listeners, all three that are left listening uh, to. Well, the three will like my suits. I, they I good suits. They were very nice suits. <laughs> that is amazing. I am, I am absolutely flabbergasted that that thing is still around. That anybody could, that it was, it exists. It exists. I don't know where it would come from. I, who would have it that would say, 
Oh, let's post this. What? It's obviously it's been uploaded from like an old VHS tape. Yeah. So somebody was just putting in a VHS tape back in 1987 and uh, recorded the premiere of this new game show that was on TV. They wanted to make sure they saw it. And then they still had the uh, video cassette laying around. And so somebody <laughs> uploaded this episode. So the premiere of Shopper's Casino, you can watch it on YouTube. And again, we will put it on our show notes for this episode and on our Facebook and Twitter. You keep saying that. You keep saying we're going to... I think that people need to see this. I think people need to experience this, Jeff. I mean, they're always looking for new content. And so this is something new for them to experience from one of their favorite performers. It it may help stamp out COVID. It actually may do that. It may do the job. If you watch it, you will not be infected. Or if you are, it won't be bad. So do watch it. Oh well, I I am I, I, that is a that's a real stunner. I, I am really I'm <laughs> stunned that you found that and that it exists in the world. Yeah, I found it a while back, but I've just been waiting for the right time, to, the right uh, moment, the right moment <laughs> to bring it up. Well, I apologize to the viewers because I honestly didn't know how you would respond to it. I didn't know if it was a good experience, a bad experience. It's not known as being one of the best uh, game shows that ever aired on television. So I didn't know if I was pressing on a bruise or if you were going to like storm out of the recording here or what you were going to do. So I thought this would be a good time to do it. <laughs> well, it, it is. I, I think it's a good example of people who are in show business trying to be actors and trying to get jobs and yeah. will do pretty much anything. And they say, you know, say, hey, we're going to game show it. And they actually sent me the script and the way it was going to work. Yeah. And I read it. And at the time, I thought, I'm in big trouble because I don't understand this. <laughs> Maybe I could hire a tutor or something to help me because I had no idea what I was reading. And then when we got into it, it became even more complicated, like you point out. But I'm a guy and I'm trying to get stuff going and this thing comes up and, hey, I'm going to be, you know, they got cameras and there's directors and stuff's going to happen and, and there's a Miss America there. So I went, oh, oh, sure. Why not? That's great. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, as ridiculous as it was and as complicated as it was, I had a ball doing <laughs> an absolute ball. Doing. So at least I'm not bringing up something that, you know, is going to, no, like no, you're, no. you're not going to hang up with me and have to like call a therapist and make an appointment. <laughs> no, I've, I've triggered some memory. <laughs> <laughs> some childhood memory. Ah! Casino! Ah! <laughs> no, no. And I, and I, I, I kind of like that about myself, and uh, if I may talk about me again, I kind of like that about myself because I've really, really, really enjoyed everything I've done. Hmm. And a lot of it worked and a lot of it didn't work. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't trade a second to, for any of it because they were all great experiences and I met great, it, very interesting people, even if, you know, things failed miserably. Hmm. It was still, you know, it was, it's human, humanity, human life. And I sucked that all in as, as best I could. And I'm still trying to do that. <laughs> Um, but it, you know, all those experiences, you know, lead to something and they led to me being the guy who could show up on mash and do that character and do whatever. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to be an actor, do it. Don't say no to anything, hmm. do anything you can to do what you think you do. And that's my rule for the day to you budding young actor, actresses, people out there. Don't turn anything down. Maybe porn, maybe. <laughs> 
know, it, it lasts so long, you never know. But maybe. You should be a commencement speaker. You should go around the country <laughs> and deliver that message right there. That that should be your speech. You could go from town to town, ceremony to ceremony, yeah. inspiring young people to uh, to follow their dreams unless their dreams involve uh, adult yeah. films. Adult films. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, strange as it may be, there are people who, you know, put out and uh, publicly their own participation with, with you could call porn mm-hmm. and it's made them a, a raging success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and they're, you know, now they're famous people making billions of dollars. So it's tough to say never do it, but probably I'd avoid it. <laughs> probably. That brings up another video of you. I found on uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah. wait, oh, all right. Wait, hold, hold everything. We're, <laughs> We'll be right back after this word for your local police department. <laughs> I, I have to thank you for finding Shoppers Casino. I adore that. I can't wait to go watch it. And uh, I may I may never speak to you again, but it's been a great run. <laughs> yeah, this might be it, folks. This might be it. You're listening to the end. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know if we can top this, Jeff. Yeah, uh, I, we, I think we should just yeah. sign off uh, on this experiment. Yeah. Uh, that we... once, you, once you trail off in the porn, I guess, <laughs> where are you going to go? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, so that's it. That's this episode yeah. of Match Matters. <laughs> Is that it? We would uh, like to thank our VIP Patreon patrons. But again, I didn't prepare anything. So <laughs> you know who you are. Yes. We will get back to some sense of normalcy in the next episode. I promise. We will have listener questions and voicemails. And we'll do our Patreon salute and everything. You can find that link at mashmatters.com slash support. And you can uh, support the podcast for as little as $3 a month and unlock some cool rewards. And we appreciate appreciate you all very, very much. We really do. Absolutely. It's really, really heartfelt. Thank you. Yes, we we love our VIP Patreon patrons who support the show and help us make this possible. Uh, we also appreciate anybody who listens to this podcast. Oh, yes. Um, if you follow us on social media, if you send us notes, if you send us voicemails, you are all very, very special to us. And so thank you. You know, as we're as we're just coming out of the Thanksgiving season, we are so thankful for you for making this podcast what it is. We didn't know what it was going to be going into it, and you have helped make this what it is. Yep. We could not do this without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, maybe I could have, but I, I didn't. So, <laughs> But that would have, you know, we would have had to prepare a statement. And exactly. We didn't prepare anything, obviously, no, for this episode. Nothing. I don't know. It kind of works for me, but I don't know. We'll see the next one, see what happens. I you know, know, since it's all off the rails, why don't you do the closing? You never do the closing. I never do the closing. I, it's so complicated. I don't know. Now, what is it you say? What, now, listen to me. Happen? If you can remember how yeah. to do the games on Shopper's Casino, <laughs> you can get through this little catchphrase at the end of this episode. I guarantee. Hey, I, I said, okay, tell me what is it again? I, I can't remember. Here's looking up your old address. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, don't tell anybody that you told me. Okay, hey Ryan Patrick, what a fun, goofy kind of uh, experiment we've done here, uh, and I hope we'll probably never do it again. But what the heck? It wasn't bad, and so <laughs> and it also wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> so for everybody listening keep doing it and as we always say at the end of every episode here's looking up your old address Copper's Casino the game show where everybody wins 
You, the home shopper, can save up to 40% on the items offered. And now our hosts, Debbie Maffin and Jeff Maxwell. Hello, welcome to Casino. She's Jeff Maxwell. And she's Debbie Mappet. Thank you. We're going to play some really terrific casino games here today. We're going to play... Be blah, blah, blah. We're going to play them better than I can say them, I hope. <laughs> We're going to play 21. We're going to play roulette. We're going to play uh, chuck-a-luck. And some lucky contestant at the end of the game is going to get a chance to spin the big wheel for fabulous prizes.